Fit for Life Radio, episode number 106. I'm your host, co-host, Gary. And I'm Will. Co-host duo. Today, here we are, post-Thanksgiving. Sunday. Roll, rolled on in. Feels weird to be here on a Sunday. <laughs> and you're listening on a, on a, well, you could be listening on any day. Any but day, but it's dropping on a Tuesday. And we are going to be talking about post-Thanksgiving. What do you do? What's happening? How you feeling? Did you dip your, uh, Will, did you dip your hoodie cord in your coffee? Bro, <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, the default. I got it. Now it's like second nature to put my hand. I, I need to now. When I'm brushing my teeth or doing anything. It, it happened, I don't know, last weekend. And Whitney was like, why is your... Why is your, uh, what is this called? Your drawstring on your, your hoodie brown and wet. She was like, were you chewing on it? <laughs> and I was like, no. Just straight up, half of it's brown. It dipped in my coffee that morning. I don't think it's ever coming out. Mm. You got to get a hoodie without the cords, without the drawstrings. But then it feels wrong. Streamline. Nah. How often do you use those? All the time. <laughs> <laughs> I used to stir my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you ever actually put on your hood and tightened it? I don't think I ever have. I have. Like, if it's, like, super windy and it's mm-hmm. really cold, like, I've done it. Tie that baby up. Just enough of a hole so you can see and breathe. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look cool. I think I haven't because if I'm ever, if it's ever that cold, I also have a beanie on. So, That's true. So the hood's just kind of blocking the, on. it's Dude, no need to tie I never, I love, like, a beanie, but I never remember to wear one. And I never know where mine's at. Matter of fact, Whitney, I think, has worn my beanies more than me. Like, we went out yesterday, and she wore my beanie. And mm-hmm. I was like, maybe I should have worn that, because I don't have hair. Yeah. I'm starting to learn. I'm getting better about, I need to keep a hat with me everywhere. I'm pretty good with the beanie when it gets cold, but then say you warm up, and you don't need the beanie anymore, but I'm outside. You don't need that. Then I just need a hat, but I can't just be exposed to the element, to, mm-hmm. you know, then my little little head will get burned up. Your fair skin. So I got a well, no, your no soft skin, no hair. That's good. Yeah. that would be the hardest thing about being bald for me is like remembering you have to wear a hat because I just suck at anything like that. Clearly, I can't even yeah. wear a beanie. Yeah, I'd be bad at that. It's places where you wouldn't think about it. Like you're going out. It could like the beach is obvious, right? Yeah. But when you're say going to, I mean, you could be going out to eat, right? And you end up eating outside. Yeah, and then your head's burnt. And you just got. Or you got to go to a cookout or something, mm-hmm. and then you're like, I was outside for four hours, yep. and your head, you got a bullseye on your head now. Then the problem with that's like, what's, you know, a, a baseball hat's not the most, it's kind of informal, right? Yeah, so what do you wear? <laughs> so I, my neighbor, he's, he's in his mid-50s, and he looks really cool in those uh, flat caps. You know what I'm talking about? Like the, the paper boy hats? Yeah. <laughs> But I'm like, get your newspapers. I feel, I feel like it adds 20 years. Like, when you're at an appropriate age, they're very appropriate. But I feel like that can really define who you are, though. Yeah. Like, if you wear one, then there's, like, a lot of assumptions that are automatically made about you. But also, you've made some commitments to being a certain way mm-hmm. when you wear one of those hats. So it's more than just wearing a hat. It's like, do I want to be that person? But they feel more formal than... A baseball cap, but then what's the, your other thing? Like the old t- hats, that, top hats? Yeah, no, you can't, <laughs> you can't do that. that I think it's just a matter of wearing a baseball hat, but making it work. Yeah, just Because you nice, can make it yeah. work. 
and kind of dress it up a little bit. So then on that note, this is probably the happy medium is the problem is I have ha- I wear hats maybe to the gym sometimes and yeah, to other stuff, but then I sweat in them. And you they, need dress hats, man. I, yeah, I need a hat that's only, you know. Yeah, a going out hat. Yeah. But then the problem with that is like if you really like the hat, you want to wear it all You want to wear it all yeah. the time. And then, like... So you need two. Yeah. It's like me with shoes. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll buy shoes and be like, I'm not going to wear these to work, and I'm not going to work out in them. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, where else am I going to wear them? I don't get to show them off. And so I end up not wearing them, you know, anywhere. and makes me sad. So then I just, you know, wear them down all the time. Like yeah. these, the ones I have on, like my... Uh, I have some tie-dye Vans on. I was like, I'm not going to wear these, except when, like, Whitney and I go somewhere. Mm. Nah. I started working out in them, and they're starting to get real ratty and not white. Mm-mm-mm. All right, let's get to what the people came for. So really, we're just talking about like Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, Thanksgiving and the rest Every- of the year. If you don't live in the United States, then just because we have a decent amount of listeners that don't, then just a ima- this still applies for any ho- kind of holiday, yeah, birthday, special event to where a lot of times the problem with these events are they aren't the event themselves it's what they trigger yeah which is comfort (laughs) yeah i mean it feels good resorting back to oh you know what i just had two days where i ate all all the things and ugh hashtag ugh what's the point of even trying to eat better i'll just i'll just get better after the new year's and yeah we then we fall back to our comforting easy habits which typically as if you listen a bunch you know that our big thing is what's your food environment what's your baseline habits right so if your baseline habits you've kind of established them and they support your goal body comp and uh, health markers and all that then typically that's what you'll fall back to so oh thanksgiving's on thursday you know have leftovers friday saturday and then sunday you kind of wake up and it's like, where do you automatically go? And this is <clears throat> environment and mindset mm-hmm. because if your mindset is, I had two bad days, say you are actively pursuing a goal of like weight loss, fat loss, and your mindset goes to, oh, I already ruined things. So all or nothing mindset then what's the point of even trying because you're working on changing these habits then yeah you fall back to you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna go buy more pie and pay and let's let's go get those sale pies scones <laughs> let's go get some pump, <laughs> pumpkin scones you know and just screw it right because you're all you have an all or nothing mindset so you feel like those two days you just blew it yeah but the reality is it's two days. Yeah, you're not blowing anything in two days. I mean, let's even say, okay, you, you only had, uh, there's no other holidays until Christmas, and there wasn't a holiday before this, except for Halloween. Which So the reality is, on both sides of this Thanksgiving, there's one holiday on each side. And they're like a month away. Yeah. You know, like 25, 30 days So away. we're looking at like basically one so, holiday a month. So what did you... Okay, those two days, the Thanksgiving and the day after. Well, what you what you do the previous twenty eight days, and what you what are you doing the next twenty eight days, right? So that's what matters. But if you kind of take the oh, I went you know that all or nothing mindset, and turn this next month into th- <laughs> into Thanksgiving, into holiday eating, that's 
the problem, right? Yeah. So now then that's then that's your default habit, right? Habits. So we're gonna kind of like lay out a plan, mindset, environment to that you always want to work towards, and it's gonna be a reminder for most, but. You have to realize it's okay to indulge and enjoy yourself. Yeah. It's really what do you do in the majority of the other time? So you want to. Yeah. I mean, I would say like a really big one because coming straight out of it is like if you have a whole fridge full of leftovers, mm-hmm. they got to go somewhere. And first, let's let's talk about our things, Kevin. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. So they can see. So they can hear. They yeah. can't. They can't see. I'll tell you. Uh, yeah. We'll tell you what we did. What'd you, do you guys only go, you only go to one place, right? Or do you do no. two dinners? You double dip? Double dip. Yeah, we double dip too. So I knew I had to go to my parents for Thanksgiving and they do it early. You do it like 12, 1 o'clock? Yeah, 1. And then we go to her her parents, her family later in the afternoon around like 5. We literally had the same day. So I skipped breakfast. Boom. Because I know, and legit, the reason I skipped breakfast isn't to save calories. It's because I know I'm just going to eat a ton and I, I want to uh, not... I want to maximize the amount I can eat in those meals. Um, so if yeah, I have a high protein breakfast like normal, it's going to start to fill me up, and I'm, yeah. I'm you know I'm gonna not have as much room for pies. The good stuff. So this year I did pretty good. Um, when I say pretty good, I mean I never want to end up to where you're just physically in pain from eating too much. That's not fun. Just sneak up on you though. <laughs> it does. So we I went to my parents and. I've learned over the years, you know, knowing that we have another whole Thanksgiving to go to, you you got to be careful with like the the pre meal stuff. Yeah, you know the charcuterie boards and the you know maybe cookies or whatever they're hanging out and cocktails with a bunch of calories in them. You know all that stuff. It's calories and it's going to start to fill you up. To and if you know like you're not going to you want to have dessert and try all the things. Again, for me, this isn't a battle of me trying to count or save calories. It's literally, I know I still have only so much room before painful regret. Yeah, and you want to make sure that it's a good, <laughs> look, whatever you're filling that mm-hmm. with is good. So, yeah, I was, just had a little little bit of cheese and stuff. Then. Just one little box, like one Lunchable. Mm-hmm. Is that all you had? Now, this, now, this is an advanced strategy here are you ready for this so let's see if i do we this. spend so much time because a lot of people maybe they do want to do better and not eat as much on the holiday which is fine too so then a good meal is like load up on the protein it's going to make you feel full yeah, that's the easiest thing to do but my problem is i, I just want to yeah, go ahead and indulge because yeah i know all the other times i'm, I'm on point where i want to be so i want to maximize that and i eat lean protein all the time so i actually made sure i ate less turkey than normal so you got less filled up. <laughs> so i got less filled up and so i just had like a little little bit of turkeys and then loaded up on sweet potato casserole like green bean stuff um tapioca pudding happy my grandma makes that can i tell you something mm-hmm. i never had tapioca pudding it's good doesn't it have little lumps in it yeah they're little pearls little pearls i just I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. I'm sure if I ate it, but the consistency seems weird. I it's mean, like those boba tea yeah. drinks that have little like that's those are tapioca pearls. Yeah, that's those freak me out. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. About um, that. Yeah, had that plate roll. Z- Z- <laughs> you can't. Have, who has one roll? <laughs> and yeah, then had a little second plate, 
Now, then I also made sure this was a big decision. I skipped dessert. At the first house? At, the, at my parents' house. Okay. Skipped the pies. Was there nothing worth eating? Well, no, there was, I but I mean, it's like <laughs> pecan pie, pumpkin pie, ice cream, stuff like that. But I just knew. So because by the time we got to there, you know, it's two o'clock. We're eating again at five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's no point of just a little piece of pie for me. No. It's either like half a substantial and like two complete <laughs> dessert to completion, meaning to fullness, <laughs> to completion, to, to discomfort. So I can't, I can't go there and then be ready to eat an entire meal again no, in I two agree. or three hours and enjoy it. So boom, cut it off. And then, yeah, eventually got there, had a couple drinks. That'll get you going too. Yeah. And then dinner, which was, you know, then, so then I had a little more turkey, um, the different, you know, sides and all pretty much a one one of everything and then didn't get a second plate because i knew then i was going to indulge you in, wanted your pie in the dessert so then i had they had some like uh pumpkin cheesecake thingy um pumpkin pie fruit cake i didn't have any of that um when are we gonna, when are we gonna drop fruit some cake? kind of cookies or something and but yeah so then yeah pretty much ate and yeah got it was pretty good i got to the point where i was like if you, you ate you more, feel you, were you went over the line, but still, it was okay. And when I say over the line again, I mean like discomfort. Discomfort. <laughs> this is kind of painful. And boom, that yeah. was that. And then the next day, so what we do Friday? Oh, it was nor like we had we went and I went to like the gun range. Yeah, and you stuff, went shooting. Family, but that you know went home. So I, I had like a normal my normal breakfast. Um, I think a couple of protein bars for lunch and normal dinner. But then knowing Saturday we were going back to her like brother's house because they have a bunch of family from out of town and they have a new house. So they're going to show it and they were going to have a cookout and all that. So knowing that, that I had that, I had my normal breakfast and then skipped lunch. And knowing, then a party dinner. Yeah, party dinner. with a, It was mostly her brother had made a bunch of pork barbecue. Mm-hmm. And then we had a bunch of leftovers. So it was oh. like the pork barbecue and then... There was, yeah, some turkey, some mashed potato stuff, uh, cheesecake, pies, things like that. And, yeah, pretty much had all that again. And boom. And then today. Normal day. Normal, yeah. So my normal breakfast, I'll have my normal lunch, normal dinner. And the good thing is it's effortless because those, so it's all default baseline for me. Yeah, let's go back to normal. What about you? So literally the same setup of a day. Um, I ended up having like one and a half plates at Winnie's parents' house. Had some dessert. I didn't have a ton, but I didn't go into like the pies. I think I had a couple. Winnie made lemon cookies. I actually ate, I ate lemon cookies at both houses, mm-hmm. full disclosure. Um, so I had a couple of those and maybe like one or two things here and there. Nothing crazy. Like I wasn't full, felt fine, took a nap on the couch. Um, but I got just a little bit of everything was my goal. Like I honestly don't really care for turkey that much. I think it's overrated. I think we need to push past turkey as a holiday uh, meat. But that aside, <laughs> now you, well, you're talking. You're talk- that's the whole point of Thanksgiving, almost. Right? I know like, it is, but like at the same time, why do you eat something that's not that good compared to other things? That's that's my question. Anyways, so we leave there. We get my parents was at like you know we ate around five. 
So there we usually do um, a whole turkey, a smoked turkey breast, and then um, a leg of lamb. So we'll do mm-hmm. a little bit of everything. And for me, like I'm ready, like some red meat is what I would prefer anyways. Yeah. So what I did there, tiny bit of turkey, like just enough, um, dark meat. And then I got, like I loaded up on lamb and then just kind of a normal amount of other stuff. I realized across the whole Thanksgiving, I didn't have one slice of pie. And it kind of threw me off because usually my mom would make like a pie for everybody and then a pie for me, but she didn't make any pumpkin pie this year. And I'm kind of hurt. But I had zero pumpkin pie. I had a crap ton of cookies though. Whitney made, what did she make? She made lemon cookies, which are my absolute favorite. And then she made a molasses cookie. Was it molasses? I think she made also phenomenal, right? Um, but that, like, I got pretty full because I went back for more lamb and, like, kind of filled up on that. And I didn't do your approach of doing less protein. Like, mm-hmm. I knew if I didn't do that, I kind of feel miserable. I'll, like, overdo the, the cookies and mm-hmm. then kind of just feel like garbage and still feel hungry, though. Like, that yeah. almost, like, your blood sugar is way too high and <clears throat> you feel terrible. Um, but all we took, I think from my parents' house, I just took a bag of lamb and that's it. So what I did the next day, we went and got coffee, um, in Williamsburg, got home. Lunch was just the leftover lamb and a couple of eggs. And that was my whole lunch. And then we, we went out for dinner, but I tried to normalize as much as possible. But again, like I would have had ground beef anyways. So having some lamb wasn't too much of a difference in terms of, um, of content. So... Um, so yeah, that was pretty normal, actually less carbs than normal. And then today is just a normal regular day, regular dinner. I'll go home and have ground beef and rice when I get home from, from recording this. Um, and then our week will be exactly what we normally do. So, um, we didn't take a ton of leftovers. Uh, we'll take some from Whitney's parents. It's more like you can't refuse. Mm-hmm. So like, I'll take whatever. And then yeah, nobody knows what happens. <laughs> <laughs> and so then to start that off, yeah, we fall into our baseline habits. and I think one thing you have to have done is you, you need your baseline foods in your house. Yeah. Right? And a lot of times I think people are preparing or you get to your, your holiday, have that long weekend, and then you have no food. And you're unprepared for the week. You're unprepared. So then it's like, well, let me go stop by Chick-fil-A. And then you're like, eh, I already had two, three days of eating whatever. I might as well just keep it going, right? Yeah, and not go to the grocery store and get what you need to get for the rest yeah. of the week. Like, oh, I'll go on my normal day next week. Or you go it'll be better. to the grocery store and just start picking stuff that you don't need. Yeah, isn't. It, you, again, you, you fall into your all or nothing mindset and your grocery trip becomes, you know, Pringles. And A snack trip. <laughs> and Snicker bars. Yeah. And so maybe plan ahead enough to have your access to your green light foods Mm -hmm. so that boom when that day hits i need to get back on track fall into my baseline that it's actually available to you right and you wake up and boom there's your your normal breakfast your go-to breakfast or whatnot and that's going to be number one yeah that's got to be the biggest thing environment we always say it in In, and then that's really what's going to dictate your you know your habits your automatic things because you're just coming off of vacation, holiday eating, right? We, you know, say vacation eating because that's kind of it what is holiday, vacation eating. holiday eating is. Is where yeah, you get what you want and you 
Uh, and you disregard your hunger disregard cues all that. stuff. So you have to be careful because you're teetering on, hey, this is these have been my actions, right? And it can e- much easily continue. So you have to be prepared to get back into and your baseline. You know what I find too, and this isn't this isn't everybody, but sometimes after you know indulging for a few days, the day you kind of go back to your baseline, mm-hmm. you, got, you just kind of kind of get through it. Because you might be a little more hungry than normal yeah. and you have to fight that urge. So it is a little harder on that first day. There's, yeah. you know, a little more of a, a barrier. And your food's not going to taste as good. Exactly. Your food doesn't taste as good. You just have to, like, if you know that and you're like, okay, this day is going to be kind of blah when I do this. But then after that, it'll yeah. get better. Having that expectation can be really helpful so that you know, you know, why you feel the way you do. And, and it's a little easier to navigate that. And you have to understand the trade-offs. For example, so for me, perfect example Yes, when you're eating sweet potato casserole and fried turkey and, you know, cheesecake and all this stuff, and it has the heightened deliciousness and tastes and you're acclimated to that. But then at the same time, yeah, I have tons of sugar, tons of calories to where my sleep wasn't as good. And then you wake up, you know, where you're like really thirsty and your mouth. I, dude, I had the same exact thing. Yeah, not feeling as I normally do when I wake up, right, as refreshed. But then I get into my regular day, and you, I, I already kind of know now to appreciate the somewhat blandness, right? Mm-hmm. Because now, oh, th- this is the food that then makes me have more steady energy throughout the day that helps me fall asleep better, that helps me wake up and feel more, have better sleep and feel more refreshed. And knowing that, then you you're not just sad because you're like, oh, I wish this was cheesecake, yeah. right? So now all of a sudden you, you went from, again, eating pumpkin pie and and uh, all these delicious foods to, yeah, now I'm kind of plain yeah. protein and potato and strawberries. And it's like, oh, I'd rather have strawberry pie. I'd rather have, you know, mashed, buttered, chived, sour creamed mm. potatoes, right? Mm. And... But again, you you ha- you have to learn the trade-offs, right? And remind yourself of why you do enjoy your green light foods and why you do kind of control and have have this baseline to kind of battle our food environment out there that makes us overeat and yeah, end up hard. overweight with more likely to have health complications. You know, so. you know, it's an interesting phenomenon, and I think we like, we run into it. I'm sure people that have good routines. And like a, like a solid food environment, all of that kind of run into. Say you like go on vacation, and you kind of eat whatever you enjoy yourself. But by the end, you really just want your bland, normal food again. Mm-hmm. Like like when we went to Aruba, I think all of us felt this way. But by like the fifth day, I just wanted to eat beef and rice. And not that the food we ate wasn't good, but I almost like craved that normalcy mm-hmm. and. Um, it's interesting how that happens. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't happen to everybody. And um, it's not always, you know, what it is, but I've found that that happens to me. If I, you know, deviate for too long, it's like deep down, I'm like, damn, I just kind of want that plain stuff. Yeah. And I always tell people it takes time to get to that point, but everyone can get there. Yeah. And that's when, yeah, you do, you know, manage your energy levels, your body composition. And again, you get all those benefits and those start to, you feel those, you see those, then mentally you at- you're able to attach those. Yeah, I think subconsciously, like, you know how it makes you feel. And so you kind of, you know, when you've eaten tacos mm-hmm. and 
cakes and drank and all that kind of stuff, your brain's like, man, we usually feel good when we do this other stuff. Yeah. And again, you have to realize we are, you know, wanting to overeat and overindulge and combine this food with these special occasions and family. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. All that is, in a way, natural per se, because we are wired to make sure we eat enough. The problem is our indulgent times weren't all the time. That's why we we naturally have a a tendency to indulge because we didn't know when the next meal was coming, and it could be days or months to where you're scraping by. We're wired to take advantage of a surplus. Mm -hmm. The problem now is we have... (laughs) The surplus everywhere, We have a surplus everywhere, cheap and readily available, especially in a country like America. Yeah, it's anywhere. So like I, I could have gotten 3,000 calories at Wawa when I got this yeah, coffee. Yeah. And it, it would have been five bucks or something, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's what you have to battle against. That, that is your, the external vo- food environment that we talk about and why, you know, a lot of times people fall into this trap of you shouldn't limit yourself in this, like, almost woo-woo uh, mentality of, of why would we even want to think about having to create these boundaries? Mm-hmm. But the reality is... Yeah, we do because of where we're at, of where we're at, because of what we have access to, because of what we've created. And there's no there's no way around it. And it w- w- would it be nice to not have to? Yeah, absolutely. But it's just mm-hmm. not the reality of the situation. And I think avoiding that is not a good thing. You know, if you act yep. like the environment that we live in isn't a problem at all, then mm-hmm. I think that you're not helping the cause. Yep. And the beauty is. We, you have the power to control ultimately. Think of it as a grown person. You control what goes inside your mouth. Yes. Like there is no other person coming and like shoving stuff nope. in, in your mouth, making you chew Down it. your gullet. <laughs> and so you have to remind yourself that at the end of the day, now don't get me wrong, that doesn't mean it's easy because we have to counteract our Instagrams and our Facebook and the radio and all these things that throw things food you experience as a child in abundance, yeah, and all the emotional reasons that we eat. So we are we're battling against all that. But at the end of the day, you do have you still have control. The control it just might be more difficult for one person than the other. Yeah, and developing the skills needed. And right. just like anything, like some people are just like you, you know, compared to somebody who's had maybe food issues their whole life. Like you manage that better. And it's probably a little bit easier for you or myself than somebody who, you know, had a bad home environment mm-hmm. and had, you know, eating issues as a kid. Like, they have more of an uphill yeah. battle, but they're still in control of making changes themselves. Mm-hmm. And another thing I, I've been thinking about lately is, man, people really over overestimate the – this is so hard to say, but people overestimate – the importance, it's so nuanced that this isn't necessarily correct, but it, it will at least get me where I want to go. Let's give it this. a shot. People overestimate the importance of individual foods and mm-hmm. underestimate the importance of portions. No, oh, yeah. And now, obviously, the, the reason it's so hard and it's not completely accurate is the individual foods we eat can affect our the portions we end yeah. up eating, right? We've like, done the f- like, well, if you're eating turkey breast... You're going to end up eating less, right, than if you're eating pumpkin pie. Yep. But just something I noticed is people will have a tendency to think 
the, the food matters. Like the actual, the eating of mm-hmm. a certain type of food is what has the weight loss effect or is better than another food. Yeah. Is that what you're trying to say? Exactly. So then they'll feel guilty if they have a holiday meal um, because all these foods are quote unquote bad. Um, but then, I mean, you could take something like cookies or mm-hmm. brownie, right? And be like, oh, I'm going to eat better cookies. And instead of having like flour, sugar, butter, you're like, those are bad. So then you have like almond flour and another kind and of honey. sugar and like, yeah, honey and, um, Apple coconut sauce. oil instead oh, of, yeah, that works. <laughs> instead yeah. of butter, right? But it's still a cookie. It's still yeah, cookies, at the end right? Of the day, you still made a cookie. It's just different ingredients in it. Mm-hmm. And you, the reality is like you, you just have to learn how you need to learn how to portion these cookies or, or whatnot or portion. Okay. If I'm going to have a huge meal on holidays and special occasions, then I need to balance that with more control and baseline food intake calories on other periods of time. Right. Um, same thing. Those foods on holidays, like you don't have to feel guilty no. for eating them. You know, you should no. enjoy them. Most of them have nutrition anyways. It's just, yeah, they typically are going to be highly processed and o- easier to overeat. But yeah, if you don't overeat them, then you're the, going to be in okay. In the grand scheme, you're going to be okay. Yeah. So don't stress that either. Mm-hmm. Stressing about the food you eat all the time too is terrible for you. Yeah, it's wor- I would wager it's worse than just eating that one food in moderation. Mm-hmm. The stress of worrying like, oh, my God, this is going to cause me inflammation and it's going to make mm-hmm. me gain weight and make me unhealthy. Like if you're always worried, of course, your food's yeah. going to do that to you. So a little side note that yeah. bothers me sometimes about the way people think about food. And the other thing with what I said is, and this is where you have to combat food marketing, is people then will hear such and such food is super oh god and then they think they're just eating as much of that food is, oh, is the difference maker is the difference maker so then it's again too much emphasis on the specific food when the reality is like you could read something that says almonds are a superfood and yeah they have some great qualities but so then if you're like well i'm just, you're eating almond butter you're whacking back almond flour you're eating regular almonds all day long and you're just eating too much of them it's gonna call it's you're gonna gain it's weight. gonna be the same as if you were eating too much of something else, right, over over time. Yeah. And it's going to be an issue, right? Where So people just want it to be as simple as, like, eat these foods, don't eat these foods. But the, the first step is really, like, eat the proper amounts, right? Yeah. Now, so that's where a lot of people, you don't even have to change the food you're eating. You See, can change, change the amounts. And then you'll find, oh, it's really hard to only eat a little bit of this food. And, and then you'll notice, oh, this food... I never really overdo it with. And so that's, again, where, you know, the type of food you eat does matter. But if you don't stop to kind of, like, give it a chance and realize that overall portions matter, you're not going to start noticing the nuance of how different foods then affect the amounts you yeah. eat. Yeah, the portions are still key. Yeah. Like, you, like, let's say you ate McDonald's every day mm-hmm. and you ate a Big Mac with a large fry and a drink. Well, if you just cut that in half or two-thirds... Yeah. And ate that every day, you'd probably lose a little bit of weight. And all you've done is change your portion. You know, yeah. now is it hard to do? Probably. But like, that's still something that you could do. And you're still eating McDonald's, but still making a positive change despite, yeah. you know, what somebody else might tell you. Which brings us back to the main point, which is 
and again, this doesn't even ha it doesn't happen on a daily meal by meal scale either. It it can be hey, you ate a bunch on a holiday, and the next day, mm -hmm. so just you need to scale back for the next three weeks, right? And yeah. then and then Christmas comes, and then you can enjoy yourself, have those feel foods, those Christmas foods, that holiday meal and dessert, like they're not specifically what's going to make you gain weight. No. Right? Or, and have the, all the bad downstream effects of, of stuff like that. It's that you have that and then also your regular normal life still is a lot of too much portions still, of food. It's still a holiday. Right? It's still a holiday. Your other 364 days. So, again, it comes down to how do I manage my portions? Um, at these different levels of scale. Yeah. Which on this holiday indulgent level, you step back and this isn't even the case, but let's, if there was something every month, right? You could enjoy yourself, have whatever is kind of part of that holiday. And if your other rest of the month's on point, you're fine. You're going to be fine. Because you're managing your portions, your total intake overall um, throughout the year. The year. Yeah. That's easy. We have 27 days before Christmas, just to interject. Nope. So I, hope four, you, four, I hope you bought your gifts. Four weeks. Four weeks. No, <laughs> I'm stressing because I actually, Alexis, my wife, told me what she wanted, and I got it. Like that within 12 now hours. Now you're waiting on shipping though, aren't no, you? No, the company messaged me. Oh, no. Emailed me. And they're like, oh, we oversold it. It's out. Your order's been canceled. You might as well just. No. So I told her, you know, so now she's trying. To, she's like, it still says you can buy it on the website. And I'm like. Nah, they yeah, told me. <laughs> um, Damn. But yeah. So yeah, we have four weeks. Four weeks, weeks until Christmas, which means that you don't have to make it four weeks of a holiday. So what? And the key is, what are those four weeks going to look like for you? Is it waking up and having two bagels and a honey bun and a coffee mm. with basically a dessert coffee, and then your lunch is snacks and? Oh, let me grab something real quick at Chick-fil-A and I'll get the french fries mm -hmm. and the soda. And then you're like, you know what? It's the I already screwed up on Thanksgiving. Christmas is coming up. Then New Year's. I'm going to start January, yeah. right? So who, who cares, right? That's the mindset that you want to get rid of. But now if you establish those baseline go-to meals and structure that helps support your goals, and you're hopping back on that for the next 27 days, you're going to be all right. What, what just happened? Your overindulgence this past couple days? It's a blip, man. And it's a blip. Yeah. And, and you know what? Like, you should indulge on those days and enjoy it. Yeah, enjoy, enjoy the stuff your family makes, you know, because, like, because there is love put into food, and, yeah. you know, it's, it's important to people. And you don't have to be perfect. There is no perfect. Nah. It doesn't exist. Perfect doesn't like we exist, said, man. the foods are on a spectrum. So it's really just managing, not falling into the trap, that all or nothing mindset trap and getting, finding what your track is and being able to get back on it. That's the key. And manage the 28 days in between all these holidays and birthdays and stuff. Yeah. So that might mean, I mean, you're going to be hearing this on a Tuesday, but it still might 
might help if you have a whole fridge. Like, you might need to get rid of leftovers. Clean slate. Yeah. You know? Or get rid of everything that's not, <laughs> like, turkey or whatever else you eat. Um, so then you and at least have uh, some, some lean meat. You know, but the, you know what the simple thing to do is? Think about everything you'd eat on Thanksgiving and just eat the whole version of it, right? So no more pumpkin pie. Pumpkin. Just have pumpkin, right? No more um, cranberry sauce. Cranberries. Cranberries. No more mashed potatoes. Potatoes. Eat a baked potato. Yeah. It's easy. Mm-hmm. No more... What else is there? Stuffing. Stuffing. Just... Bread. Bread. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't work as well. well what else is in stuffing? Like celery or? I think, yeah, I think celery and some like spices. Weird. Some people put like raisins or cranberries. Yeah. But yeah. But you get our point. Yeah. Right. Go back to your Whole Foods. And mm-hmm. if you haven't, like go do your normal grocery yeah. shopping. Get the, get the groceries for the rest of your week mm-hmm. so that you're Let's not hitting Chick-fil-A and Chipotle every day. Let's do another holiday for fun. So the, even like July 4th. July 4th. Okay. No more hot dogs. Just dogs. Lean, <laughs> lean, lean uh, beef. Yeah. Lean cuts of meat. Right? No more apple pie. Apples. Just apples. No more pasta casserole. Is that a thing? <laughs> what is it called? I think it is. What is it, like, pasta pa- salad. Pasta salad. Yeah. What are you, where are you going with that? I don't know. What else is in po- what the ve- bell pepper? Just bell pepper. Is that in pasta salad? Reduce it down. I don't know. <laughs> so I don't potato salad and pasta salad weird me out, so I've never eaten. Yeah. It. You, you y'all get the point. Yeah. Simplify. Go back to the basic ingredient in your foods. Mm-hmm. And if you open your fridge and all you have is cheesecake. You're gonna eat the cheesecake <laughs> if it's there. Make sure you have some lean meats, have some your fruits, basics, some man. veggies. Your your green light foods. Yeah, and if you have not maybe developed that yet, like you don't really have a routine at all, like, you know, do your best. Stick to the, like what we just said, the basics, some lean meat, fruits, veggies, try to make those your staples, but like start working on finding what normal looks like to you for your goals. Yeah, what base your Because it'll help you, you know, in the future when you encounter the holidays, like, you know, July 4th, which is a really big uh, barbecue holiday, or, you know, as you roll into next year of the Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas triangle, um, that's essentially two full months of eating. Um, So you can kind of navigate that a little better. So, you know, if you're not there yet, you can still work at it and do your best. And then next year be in a better spot as well. There it is. Well, hopefully that helps. Yeah. Get your, your brain churning and just kind of reinforces, again, what we always preach, those basics, that they're enough. It's yeah. just doing them consistently. Hit us with any questions, comments, thoughts. Yeah. We'll be back every week. All right. We'll see, see you guys. next time. As always, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to learn more, check us out at CoastalFitnessVA.com or GaryDeagle.com. We'll see you next time.